0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode four of the Rock Interviews podcast. Today, I am joined by concert photographer Neil Limsang. I hope you enjoy. So, for those people who don't know you, could you could you introduce yourself, like what you do, all that good stuff?
1: Wow. Okay. How how do I sum this up? Uh, <laughs> hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Neil Limsang. Uh, most of you might know me as a rock photographer. I've been shooting professionally. For since 2005. And I work on Monsters of Rock Cruise where I met Shannon and her family. And I shoot for a lot of publications in uh, the Washington area where I live. And I tour with other bands and shoot for them. And yeah, a lot of people know me as a rock photographer. Uh, Some people have hinted that I'm a hobbyist, but... uh, I guess you could say I'm a professional and, uh, but I also outside of the photography, I am a uh, animation specialist. I do visual effects and animation for television, uh, film and games. So that has been the main bread and butter that allows me the enjoyment of being a rock photographer as well, because while though that pays, um, there is no way I can make a living doing that these days so yeah
0: cool um so first off how's the hobbying
2: going <laughs> <laughs> uh
1: i haven't hobbied for a little while so it's been really hard to uh you know since covid started my last show was uh february of last year and yeah. so i don't foresee anything for a little while and right. um, so my gear, I broke it out yesterday for Aaron's uh, birthday and took some pictures and took some video, but I haven't really shot. So
0: uh, so you've been doing concert photography for a while now, as you just mentioned. So how did you get into that?
1: I've always been a visual person because of my day job. And I took photography in high school, uh, actually in college, but I don't remember half of my photography classes because uh, I used to drink and we used to have a spare in between and I'd be drunk for all my ph- photo classes. <laughs> and uh, so I don't remember how to do that. So all my friends that remember me in college, I don't drink at all now. So yeah, um, all my friends laughed that I'm a photographer now because they always used to have to help carry me into class. And that was <laughs> funny. Uh but I started shooting with just point and shoots and started really doing things like that. But I never really embraced like an SLR or anything like that until 2005. Uh, I've been working and friends with a band from Sweden called In Flames since 2002. And I've, I've toured with them since 2002. And uh, we were doing Ozfest. And it was the first time where I knew I was going to be shooting every single day Yeah. that I could hone my craft and get better. And I made the investment in an SLR for OzFest because, again, constant touring, documenting things for the band, uh, yeah. being able to shoot the other bands. And so that's when I actually started. So that's how I got into it. Just fun shoots with uh, local shows with everything like that, and then
2: yeah.
1: uh, full on into the professional things. Uh, Ozfest also was the first time I professionally sold photos. Um, my first photos I've ever sold were of Iron Maiden and uh, the famous 2005 egging in San Bernardino. So <laughs> I have to thank my friend Stephanie cabral for that because she was supposed to shoot and it was too crazy she's like you can go shoot them and uh i went and did it for her and uh it was an insane documentation moment so pretty crazy yeah.
0: that's awesome for me it was so my dad went to college for photography um but he... that's why
1: he's so good
0: <laughs> <laughs> um but he never I mean, he did like a little bit. He shot Black Sabbath in like the early 90s, but like wow. from, from then on, he never really did like much concert photography until Monsters of Rock Cruise 2008, and that was my first cruise in his. Um, and so he just did like ph- photography from the crowd there.
2: <laughs>
0: um, and that's kind of how I got into it, because a couple months after that, he got a new camera. And so I just shot with his old camera and I had been a music journalist for a little bit at that point. Um, and like concert photography is kind of a lot of journalists also do. So I thought that would be a good skill to work on, I guess. I don't know. Also, I always just took pictures at concerts on my phone. So I was like, why not like up, up my, up my game?
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's like, I mean, you're pretty incredible. I can't imagine where you're going to be when you get to be as old as I am. (laughs) And, uh, it's, yeah, I've always been shocked and proud of your progress and seeing everything that you've been doing. It's super cool. So yeah. your parents are amazing people. So <laughs> you you've been parented right and raised <laughs> on rock, and it's awesome.
0: It's yeah, really fair.
1: awesome. Yeah. And
0: um, unlike you, I didn't like start shooting local shows. I never even shot a local show until like after I had been shooting for maybe a year.
2: Cause oh wow! Okay. Show,
0: my first show I shot was Vixen. Um, so I like really went off the deep. And Vixen was, has been like my favorite band for a long time. So my first shoot was literally with my favorite band.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. Were you nervous?
0: Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. It was also Those my ladies
1: are amazing.
0: Yeah. It was my first time like meeting most of the band too. So that was.
1: Oh, wow. Very cool.
0: Yeah. And then after that, I shot one other show. And then I shot from the crowd on Monsters of Rock 2019 with my dad. And mm-hmm. then from there, it just blossomed, I guess. I don't know.
1: You know, that's, that's an amazing path. And you've been very fortunate. And yeah, people, people enjoy your passion. And it's always, it's always fun to see you in the pit. So, <laughs> yeah, keep going, girl. Keep going.
0: Totally. Uh, so I got to know you through Monsters of Rock crew. So I wanted mm-hmm. to know how you got on that media team.
1: Uh, 2014 uh, was my first cruise. I think it was, I think they called it Poseidon's Revenge. I'm not really sure. But um, John Popplewell has been a long, long time friend of mine from the Bay Area where I used to live and an amazing photographer in his own right. And yeah. John and I would always meet up backstage or we'd find out, you know, we we'd run into each other all the time. And I don't even remember the moment we became friends, but we have been friends for years before that. And yeah. he told me about the cruise. And he said, uh, he he's known that I've been shooting and that I've been, um, I love that style of music. So he told me, he goes, get on the cruise, like come on out. And he introduced me to Larry and um, I shot that first cruise and it's, I guess been history since Yeah, know it's, it's been a really really cool family to be a part of. Uh, yeah, April running all of that thing, uh, like with all the media team and everyone else, and getting to know April. But like I said, it's all it's all been John and Larry taking um, taking the photos and doing stuff with them, and uh, it's been a lot of fun. So, and then joining the media team was uh, a lot of times to help uh, everyone else because yeah what i do i'm shooting most of the bands or whatever but a lot of the times the vip experience is for the cruisers and it's yeah. one of the coolest things like that and you know not um not making light of anything but everyone has different skill sets and right. just wanting to help each person that is on that media team not to be nervous a lot of them are are professionals and a lot of great things that they do but just to help everyone make sure that there's a consistency across the board yeah um, no matter what the gear is but a consistency in in photography because it's again for the cruisers and it's a nervous thing trying to do that uh trying to do that quick pace go 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 yeah and you don't And it's, it's nerve-wracking, and it's a lot of pressure that the cruisers don't understand at the same right. time. They've also waited for a long time to meet their favorite band, and they want right. that memory. So joining the media team to help out with that was something that we've been discussing just to, just to make sure that there is um, a consistency and that everybody's happy. You can't make everyone happy, but you can make most of them happy so yeah <laughs> that's 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 part of it
0: yeah that's awesome so I got on the media team so as I mentioned before I shot from the crowd on the 19 which was my second cruise yeah um and yeah. so I had been shooting all 2019 and then I think it was around maybe November I had been like friends with April on Facebook for a while or maybe she followed me on Instagram or something I'm not I don't remember but she reached out to my dad asking if me and him wanted to be on the media team. And then we, we hopped on a phone call and got got all the logistics figured out and stuff. Because we were already booked for the cruise anyway. So it's like we were planning to shoot from the crowd. So it was like, why not? So yeah, she had to reach out to us and asked if we wanted to join. And we're like, of course. <laughs> um, That's awesome. Yeah. It's uh, like is well,
1: awesome.
2: <laughs> yeah. And I'm
1: I'm super glad that you guys are on the team and been able to... You know, get to see everyone and shoot shoot yeah. the way you do, and you're an amazing photographer. So, like I said, I'm just can't wait to see you. You're just getting better and better and better every yeah. time. So, I've seen the progress. So it's been pretty <laughs> cool.
2: Yeah, thank you. What yeah. was it like?
1: What was it like for you now that you are part of the media team? What was that? Uh, what was that feeling like shooting your first show in the pit instead of from the crowd?
0: Yeah, it's it's crazy for sure like like prior to um being on the more media team uh this year i or last year i guess i don't know i had um i had shot in the pit at like a bunch of shows but it's never the same as that you know what i mean because like in that in that pit like i know like everyone there respects me and it's Mm -hmm. like it's not like judging me or giving me side eye in the pit like because I've experienced it I've experienced it so
1: oh you yeah. and you, you will
0: you, oh,
1: you will always experience
2: it so
0: yeah so I just it's just like it's comforting I guess would be the word it's nice to like share the pit with like amazing photographers like it's crazy um like I literally was in the photo pit with Mark Weiss like <laughs> what yeah it's crazy It's absolutely unreal. And everyone is so sweet and everybody's giving me all the advice. It's so cool. Everybody is so nice. I just, it's, it's the greatest experience ever.
1: (laughs) Like I said, it's, it's amazing to see what you do, Shannon. And the fact that you started at the age that you are and that you've been progressing and that you still have the passion and, uh, people respect you because you're not, uh, you're not sitting there starstruck or whichever. You're working, just yeah. like we are, and yeah. they can see that passion. And I think most of us just wish we started at your age and yeah. were able to do what uh, what you're doing now, because the opportunities that you've worked for, it wasn't just handed to you. You've worked hard yeah. for it, and. Yeah. Uh, you know, you've worked hard for your success, and you will continue to be successful because of your drive and your passion. So, phenomenal. Yeah.
0: Thank you. You're um, welcome. And like, it's it's crazy. I started photography when I was twelve years old. I'm fourteen now. So like, and I didn't even I didn't even shoot anything. I shot nothing before I shot my first concert when I was twelve years old shooting Vixen. I can't even. And now I'm here like. Two years later, almost three years now, and I'm just like, "How did I get here, man?" Like, <laughs> I think just honestly, I've I've never like been afraid to reach out to someone because what's the worst they can say? You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, totally. And and the thing of, it, it's hard for me to still believe that you're only 14 and that I met you <laughs> when you're <were> 12. <laughs> It blows my mind, but at the same time, I've kind of been saying to you not to like, not to let people know your age, let them respect you for what you're doing. And uh, it is incredible that at your age, you have such drive and skill set that will just get better and better. And those kind of skills apply to everything.
2: Just yeah. being able
1: to talk to people, the fact that you're doing interviews, the fact that you're journaling things, the fact that you, you know, you're a player, that you're learning, you're getting better at everything, it, it's amazing. And that's passion yeah. and drive that a lot of people do not have, and yeah. they 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 can't find it. And yeah. I'm really jealous in a lot of ways because you can play, and I suck at playing. <laughs> but i do different kind of art so yeah. it's always fascinating the fact that you can combine both of those things you yeah. know your love of music the love of what you like to play the fact yeah. that you're a multi instrumentalist and then you can do art and photos and journals yeah. like that sucks <laughs> you suck <laughs>
2: I love That's love
1: that all. it's amazing so yeah incredible
0: <laughs> um all right, so let's come uh, on, shall we? Enough about me.
1: <laughs> no, it's all good. All right.
0: <laughs> um, so you did photography at Slayer's final show. So I wanted to know what that experience was like for you.
1: Well, we were just talking about like how did I get here
0: and how yeah. <laughs> did I go there?
1: Um, In Flames took me on my first ever tour. Uh, that was two thousand two, and yeah. I mean tour by like being on a bus traveling. Right for the day-to-day, and In Flames are opening for Soulfly and Slayer on the Hey2K tour. And I got to be friends with most of the Slayer camp back then, and it was hard to believe that. So, you know, Slayer's been one of my favorite bands for a long, long time, and just getting to know them, see them every day and doing that stuff. So when it came down to their farewell tour. I've done, I've seen Slayer so many times over so many years and always shot them. Uh, I've done some end of tour photos for them, but the final show was pretty crazy. So I'm standing up there, getting ready to shoot the final show, the final pictures of them. And it's the same kind of thing. I'm nervous as hell, even though I've done this before, but nervous thinking, oh my God, don't fuck this up. This is the last yeah. photos of Slayer ever on a stage. And they are definitely done. It's not like yeah. other bands that have retired and come back. Um, yeah. They're not coming
2: back. And, yeah, uh, no pressure. <laughs> it was
1: an, yeah, no pressure at all. But it was an amazing moment. It was really like a, <clears throat> a circle of life for me, taking the last photos of the first band I was ever on tour with. And yeah. It was a super historic moment just for myself personally, let alone right. the reality of it. So yeah, very crazy, very surreal, very um, emotional, and yeah. um, just one of my personal highlights in my life. So
0: very yeah. cool. So in pre-COVID times, what would the typical gig day look like for you?
1: It depends. I took a little bit of time off last uh, in 2019 just to uh, just live my life and so I was uh, touring or or I was home uh, doing assignments here and there and I wasn't doing my day job so it depended on what the geek was but if I would be going into Seattle I'd be uh, I've been fortunate that I've been doing this so long that I've become friends with several artists And so it's not just about my love of their music as well, but it's friendship that has grown. So a lot of times when people are are on tour, they literally, it's a groundhog day of like showing up to the venue, they're traveling at a certain, either overnight or arriving at a certain time. And while they're setting up, depending on the size of the band, uh, they are sitting around. So. Yeah. A typical gig day for me would be contacting some of the guys in the band and uh, going into the city, picking them up, uh, getting them away from the venue, showing them around the city because you normally never get to do that. And um, while I call everyone randoms, um, they're not going to get in a car with a random and just take off someplace. So it's always fun to see my friends, pick them up, go do something out of the norm yeah. That they would never get to see, get to show them my city, which I love. And yeah. wherever city that was. I've been doing that for years, wherever I've moved. And yeah, um, yeah just spend some time with my friends before they actually have to work. And yeah. uh, getting ready for the show. I never prepare for a gig because it's, it's the same thing. I know what I'm shooting. I just yeah. have to see what I need to do. And fortunately, in my city too, I am, uh, again someone that a lot of people know uh, in the concert scene here and at the venues, uh, friends with local security, friends with people at the door, friends with some of the owners or the venues. Yeah. So um, they know what it's like. Either I get three songs or I get a whole set. It's one right. or the other. And yeah. so I do what I do. What I get to do and shoot my show and wait yeah. and hang out. So um, yeah, that's a typical day for me. I don't really prepare. So yeah. get, my sh- get my shit together, make sure my batteries are charged and I have the cards yeah. and uh, I go. But like I said, I, I've been shooting for so long now that while I take backups, I don't really shoot a lot of photos. I try not to because yeah. I don't want to sift through all of that to edit. So
2: yeah.
1: my gigs are pretty quick. So
0: Definitely. what's a gig
1: day like for you?
0: well most of the shows i go to are during the week unfortunately so it's usually like get up at 6 30 or get up at 6 go to school for the day usually but like i'm from connecticut so like nobody ever plays here so. and even if they do it's yeah. like all the way on the other side of the state at the casino so it's like two and a half hours away or two hours away no matter Ooh. where they're playing like new jersey new york Massachusetts, the other side of the state, like, it's all, like, an hour and a half, two hours every time, so I always have to leave school early. (laughs) I mean, I always get to leave school early. I'm very glad to leave school early Um, Yeah, yeah. for that. So, yeah, I leave school early, then the forever-long drive to wherever we're going, and, um, you know, shoot the show, I guess, I don't know. Sometimes, I mean, it depends on the band, because sometimes we'll like, go to... A meet and greet or whatever or like if it's people i, I know like hang out right I don't, but yeah it depends that's um and then usually that's shoot my three songs or the whole set because it's the same for me it's either three songs or the whole set there's usually not an in between i've had bands that yeah. usually, like one song to shoot and that's like a thing like people i've had like young photographers like close to my age or people getting started like ask for advice and my thing is just be, be, be ready to adapt at any moment, because there's a lot of that, especially in concert photography. There was one show mm-hmm. I was shooting um, in a, a theater in upstate New York. Because usually like when you shoot, when you have a pass for the headlining band, you just automatically can shoot the opener. That's usually the rule. So we, we had, just wanted to make sure, we wanted to be respectful, didn't want to like get ourselves in trouble. All right. <laughs> Tour manager like, yeah, so you're only going to shoot one song. So mind you, there's no photo pit in this theater. So for this one song, my dad and I are like scrambling to get all the people in the band from like around the whole theater. So it's just like stuff like that. You just got to go with it.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's the thing. It's just you can't ever assume every show is different. Every artist is different. Um, Some of these bigger shows, uh, you need approval for every band. So yeah. every band has a different approval. Like, for example, yeah. um, let's say for Slayer's last runs, uh, yeah. you needed approval for every single band because you could open shoot the opener. You'd never get to shoot Slayer. You needed oh, uh, approval yeah. for, for Slayer. So it's, you know, it's just like I never um, that's the one thing that you've always got to and you've already started it is being respectful and being adaptable because right. Um. It's, it's really a privilege what we get to do and things change. Yeah. And something might have happened where um, you know, we're seeing one show, but the band is on a tour and they're doing this night right. after night. Something right. might have happened where they only can deal with one song for the night and yeah. one song is better than no songs. So Definitely. that's how I look at it. It's just like, yeah. you know what, it's an opportunity to do something Make your magic happen in that time and be appreciative of the time you get. So, yeah. Never, I never, I never worry and uh, stress. You know, there's a a couple times where you get, um, you know, security might not know the same thing or they're doing their job too. So, I never, I never treat security terribly. I just like, I just try to explain to them this is a situation. Yeah. they will get clarification cuz they don't know me, I don't right. know them. They're right. just doing their job so. Yeah. Again, being adaptable and able to do what you need to do. So. Yeah.
0: yeah. All right, so back to where we were talking about before, um what has been your favorite experience shooting a show?
1: It's really it's really all over the place. I can't uh there's so many highlights. I've shot so many yeah. shows. Uh, yeah. Definitely capturing people. I love, I love music. You love music. Everyone that's there to see the show loves that artist or something like
2: that. And
1: it's uh, for me, I try to shoot people in the crowd. Uh, I try to shoot uh, uh, kids that are there, that their parents brought them there. And just seeing the, just in general, seeing the excitement on someone's face, that's what I I love capturing. I love capturing people. The band is great. Bands are always fun. Sometimes they move, sometimes they do stuff. I get a lot of fun moments uh, because I've been privileged to know a lot of them. So it's a different, and some band members, uh, my friend Bjorn in In Flames, we're always flipping each other off during the show
2: like during the
1: whole show so i'm taking pictures of my finger in in front of the in front of my lens and he's laughing (laughs) not trying to fuck up and then in between chords he's flipping me off and some of the other photographers are getting that or whatever yeah i call it i call it my uh high kneel high kneel moments where they're saying hi to me in a special way. And I love that. So yeah. those are the exciting moments for me. So Yeah. You'll get there soon. You'll get some oh, high shannon moments later on in life. But yeah. yeah, it's fun when you know the people that are on the stage.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I, I definitely am getting there like in like I was gonna say in more recent years. I've only been shooting like two years. <laughs> it does not feel like two years And you're
1: fourteen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, recently, like, in the last, like, last Monsters of Rock cruise, basically, is what I'm referring to, um, I know, oh like, guess. a lot more people now, like, especially in bands, yes. from, like, doing interviews, yep. too, like, especially stuff like this, I mm-hmm. get to know people, um, and social media, mm-hmm. too, so it's it's cool now that I'm, like, getting to know all these people, and, like, yeah, it it, is. it's,
2: it it's is. awesome
0: being able to, like, know bands, like, on a personal level, because, like, most people are pretty cool, mm-hmm. Um, and then even the ones who aren't, yeah. you learn pretty quickly whether they are or not. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> sure, but you know it's the same thing. Like I say, it's not a matter of them being cool or not. It might be the moment. It's right, just like
2: yeah.
1: I, as I've gotten older and understood things a little bit more, yeah. we know about a show months in advance, and we're looking forward to it, and it's a special day. For a yeah. lot of people, it's just like you and I. We have a good day and a bad day, and right. it might be a bad day or a bad moment or something might have happened the night before, yeah. and you know, it, you know, it's not necessarily that they are bad people, but sometimes,
2: Definitely.
1: yeah, if you keep hearing rumors and then it's like that, well, then maybe they
2: right. are. But right.
1: <laughs> it's not. Yeah, every, it's not try- everyone. But you gotta also think about it from the artist
2: standpoint, right? Right. It's just
1: like they're constantly bombarded by people wanting yeah. it, especially, especially nowadays with social media, where it's it just true, like yeah. it's hard to put on they're performing, they gotta think about their performance, what they're doing. Right. But then they also have to keep up that almost performance because everyone puts them on such a high pedestal right. that when they're 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 human. So yeah they're having a bad day they're having a bad moment or someone uh what i find these days especially with everyone with a cell phone there's a lot of entitlement so and you know it's just like i want your attention now it's it's always you know i always try to give them a lot more credit
0: and yeah uh, for sure
1: there's genuinely people that are fucking assholes and yeah that's what they are, but I'm not going to slander people. And uh, I'll right. just, that's how they are. It's, it's what it is,
2: right?
0: Yeah. So. Um, oh my gosh. I'm trying to go back to the question <laughs> of what has been my favorite experience shooting a concert. And I just like, I can't pick one.
1: <laughs> no, it's hard.
0: Yeah. It's so hard. Um, well, I would say you,
1: you'll have a lot.
0: Oh yeah, I already do. That's why I can't pick one. <laughs> but um, I would say out of all the shows I've shot, which is like a lot, <laughs> um, uh-huh. would be it would probably be Godsmack in New Year's Day, because that was the cool. first show I I shot in an arena, and just oh, like nice. okay, everybody everybody like was pretty much everybody was relatively cool in that photo pit there was a lot of people it was very chaotic but um it was Mm -hmm. it was really cool and also just like i think you touched on this earlier but like everyone in that crowd is like and like so happy to be at this concert like with their favorite band maybe or whatever a band they love and you can just feel like the energy and it's crazy to have like because like in the photo pit on an arena there's like thousands of people behind you like 10,000 people behind, so it's just, like, a lot of, there's so much energy in the room, and it's, like, really cool to feel that and be able to capture moments that, like, that many people are, like, enjoying and, like, gonna remember, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, like, that was really cool for me. I
2: love, I love it. Yeah.
1: And that, that's what is missing, and that's what we are all waiting for, is that energy, vibe. There's, yeah. there's no better feeling when the lights go down and the band yeah. is about to take the stage, that yeah. feeling, that anticipation, that build up, it's, it's yeah. phenomenal.
2: It's there's nothing super like it. Cool. <laughs> yeah.
1: Nothing like it, even for the guys, even for the guys and yeah. the, the girls that are playing. It's a great yeah. feeling. So,
0: sure. Now, on the flip side, what has been your worst experience shooting a show?
1: Worst experience is always the realization that the artist and the lighting director, um, they've come up with a, an idea for their show. And it's for them, it's not for me. Right. And so it's adapting to that. Yeah. I fucking hate magenta lighting. <laughs> I cannot say that enough but it's not for me. So when the magenta yeah. comes on, I just stop shooting. Yeah. I've also shot bands that their whole, their whole plan is silhouette shots and their oh. lighting is silhouettes. And
2: <laughs> at that
1: point, if I can't see you with my eyes, then I'm not going to shoot. And yeah. that is also, again, the experience and the real reality of shooting a gig, learning yeah. what's going to happen. Um, yeah. Worst experience as well is, uh, I think it was Slayer again. I don't know how it actually happened. I was shooting Slayer with Gojira and Forearm at uh, Whamu Theater here, and I was in the pit. And you know those giant industrial rolls of toilet paper that are in the bathrooms? Yeah. I got fucking fucking hit in the head (laughs) with the, uh, it's like, I'm glad I'm not paralyzed or damage because all of a sudden, yeah. I was, bam! I'm like, because I'm not paying attention to what's behind me. Right, I've right. gotten, I've gotten kicked so many times, or whatever. I got hit yeah. in the head with that, and I turned around, and I think Savoya saw me too. And I were like, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck was that? And I looked down, oh. and it's the whole roll of toy, the whole fucking roll. It's not just a little bit of it, the whole thing. <laughs> so I think that yeah. that sucked. That fuck. It messed my neck up for the evening and probably for my life, because I'm old and it hurts. But uh, yeah, yeah, I think that's one of the worst experiences, getting kicked in the head or getting hit by a roll of toilet paper at a Slayer show,
0: so. <laughs> Thanks for a good story, at least. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. How about you?
0: Um, I have a couple that come to mind. There was yeah. one show I was shooting I was shooting Rat at, um, a theater here, and, um, the, uh, me and my dad were, like, the only photographers there, so yeah, we were there, and the band came on, there had been, like, three opening bands, all the lighting was, like, mediocre, the lighting at this venue is pretty mediocre, so I was expecting that, then we were waiting for Rat to start, they came on stage, you know, the lights go down, as they normally do, and then the band started playing, and it's pitch black. When I tell you it's pitch black, I mean, no lights. Like, literally pitch black, not even a little bit. So I found out (laughs) the whole lighting system crashed.
1: Ah, I've seen that. So we had no
0: lighting for the whole first song and that was one of the shows where we were shooting three songs. So we went over to the security and we're like, hey, man, is it like, is it okay if we shoot an extra song? Because like, we can't shoot in pitch black. And he's like, yeah, whatever.
1: That's (laughs) cool because some some bands don't let you shoot no matter what
0: absolutely so that show was fine once the lighting came on the band played one song and then they're like yeah we're gonna leave the stage till the lighting is fixed and then they came back played the same song again and it was all fine for the rest of the set same mediocre lighting as normal at this venue so that was fine um there's another time that i was shooting last in line Mm -hmm. at another local theater and then I was shooting and then my, it was like in a the theater. It's like I was on one side, my dad was on the other side. Um, Cause of course we can't shoot in the pit. So mm-hmm. <laughs> and this dude comes up to me. He's like, oh, what are you? The, one of the band members' daughters? I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> and he's like, oh, you're just like shooting for fun. And I'm like, um, no, like I'm an actual no. concert photographer. <laughs> and he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> and I'm just like, I You can't. know what?
1: It's those people, (laughs) but this, the thing is is that if you actually start answering them, then they become more annoying. So a lot of times you'll, you'll figure it out. It's just like, yeah, you're doing something, you're doing a job, you're working and them interrupting you is actually messing up your time limit. If you have a time limit or wherever you're doing and realistically no answer is going to be good enough for a lot of people yeah and so i just don't justify whatever they want uh yeah and a lot of people are just a lot of times they're just jealous because you're doing something that, yeah um, that they want to do and a lot of people too they're just like oh you have a cool job it is a great and it is a cool job yeah. but it is still a job it's right. still work yeah you're not out there just like shooting for fun you're trying to get the best moments to represent yeah. your work and that band and it's work yeah. and yeah. my favorite is oh your camera takes great pictures i'm like yeah i don't come to your <laughs> house and tell you your mom's stove cooks great meals so <laughs> go <fuck Yeah>. yourself
0: <laughs> pretty much pretty much <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah so you know it's something like that so
0: yeah But like on the flip side, I've had majority of people are more than kind to me, especially online, like people are so nice.
1: Keep learning, keep being cool. Someone admires what you're working on, what you're doing. Uh, Don't ever let it get to your head and think that we're not you're we're not better than anyone else. You're not better than someone else. You're just in a different position. And they want to understand how you got to be there, and yeah. if uh, you can possibly help someone, like why not? I find right. the people that don't want to help you are the ones that are not uh, not comfortable in their own skin and their own yeah. ability. And uh, you're special, just like everybody else is special. Right. <laughs> so
2: yeah. just okay. be
1: cool. Be cool. Yeah, you, you've had great opportunities and great experience because of your your amazing parents. Like, I mean, yeah. there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of parents that might not be as understanding that have groomed and right. given you the opportunity like your parents have. So, yeah. you have uh, a great foundation.
2: Right. And
1: you got to thank them for parenting rights and yeah. the fact that they have a passion for music and that they still love it.
2: Yeah, Like
1: sometimes when you post some of the photos, it's like, Oh, I found this today. I was like, how the fuck does she know about this band? Like, I mean, she's <laughs> 14. I'm like, you know, I started listening to music when I was 14, 15. Yeah. And the fact that you've been doing it for a couple of years already, that you know yeah. about these bands and I always, I love it. You're an old soul in a young, young girl. And you're going to turn into a really well-rounded woman. And uh, it's amazing. So don't, don't lose that passion and that drive.
2: Yeah.
1: You're on your way to something that none of us know yet. And even you don't have a clue. So it just keeps you grounded. It's great.
2: Definitely.
0: And it's crazy, too, because, like, you say it's, like, crazy for me to know all these bands, but to me, it's just, like, normal, because I've been listening to these bands since I was born. Like, that's sure. what I've heard since, like, the start of my life, you know what I mean? Like, Warrant. My dad's favorite band's Tesla, and now I take guitar lessons, for Tesla. Like, what in the world? It's crazy. Like, I grew up on Tesla, grew up on Warrant, grew up on, like, ever, any 80s band you can name. Like, all of them, oh, every yeah. single one. And now I've seen almost all of them because of Monsters of Rock and done photography for them. And I like know them. My dad's like, this is so cool for me. I love these bands. These are my favorite bands since forever. I'm like, yeah, it's wild.
1: (laughs) But but that's the thing too, Shannon. It's just like, I still have that same feeling too. You're 14, I'm 51. And the 80s music and 80s bands are what I grew up on. Bands like Rat, bands like Def Leppard, bands like, you know, I was still a kid when I met Rick Allen for the first time on a Monsters of Rock cruise. I gotta thank Larry for putting together such an amazing thing. And it is something for everyone that loves that music like you, like myself, because the simple fact that I grew up looking at their pictures in magazines from other photographers that I admired, Niels Laws Hour, Mark Weiss,
2: Glenn yeah. Furman,
1: you know, all of those guys. And then now meeting them yeah. as the photographers, also meeting the bands, becoming friends with them. It's just like, yeah. yeah, I've still pinched myself, too. I never lose and I have never lost that enjoyment, that um, that amazement that, wow, I'm actually friends with them. We talk about things in a different way, too, because... You know, it's just like I'm still a fan of music, but
2: of
1: when you cross over from being a fan to actually a friend, it, it's really yeah. cool. You it know? Is. So it's it's awesome. It's yeah.
0: Awesome. Totally. And I'm I'm definitely the same way. Like even you looking at the magazines, I have a whole collection of oh, yeah. Good Prairie magazines <laughs> there. Oh, like yeah. of course. Where do you think I find all these bands that I post about on Facebook that I'm finding for the first time? Flipping through Hit Parade or trying to find cool new bands that I don't know and looking them up.
1: <laughs> I still have uh, metal, my Metal Edge magazines in my garage. Yep. And those photos were iconic to me. Yeah. You know, you didn't have the internet when I was growing mm-hmm. up, actually through the 80s. And yeah. you weren't even born yet. So, <laughs> But you know you'd you'd have to wait to read the metal news and yeah and just try to see it and then you'd see these phenomenal studio photos which is kind of like what you said you're getting into the promo things those photos are of an era where bands actually had that attitude that look the stage clothes the persona that made them larger than life and the music still still holds up today and it's amazing that it's what you love and still what I love. I still listen to that stuff. You know, my wife grew up in the Bay Area. So she comes yeah. from hip hop and thrash metal scenes. So she's not as familiar <laughs> yeah. with the 80s. So yeah. when I dork out, when I see the <laughs> announcement for Monsters of Rock, like to give you an idea, Mork X, like I've been friends with uh Chris McLernan from Saigon Kick for a number of years, yeah, and that still is pretty wild to me that he's a friend. Yeah, when Larry announced Cold Sweat, I literally I stared at the announcement. I was just like, <laughs> I, I I was just in awe the whole yeah. time. I was like, Are you totally. fucking kidding me? That yeah. is a band I never in a million years. I like, I mean, besides Mark Ferrari and Chris McLaren and I had no idea where Anthony White went. I had no idea where Eric Gammons was or yeah. Rory, which Roy Cathay now. I was just like, and the first thing I was just like, I texted Chris, I was like, Are you fucking kidding me? Like, yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. I got my breakout album on, put it out, and I was like, <laughs> Can he still sing like that? And and Chris was like, Oh yeah. And I was beyond like a little kid
2: yeah. super
1: excited to meet them to yeah. see the show like i mean i know mark and chris but i've never met the other guys yeah as now but i met them way back in toronto on their yeah. first album super cool guys but they wouldn't remember me i was a i was 18 you yeah. know they were they were kids so yeah i still get super excited every time yeah monsters announces something i literally lose my shit over some band that i just <laughs> yeah. would never think i would ever see it's happened so many times yeah uh, cold cold sweats one of those examples for me so the fact that you actually are getting to see these bands that have not existed yeah. for 30 years yeah like it is an amazing renaissance of music for you <laughs> at your age in this era to be able to see that. I always joke with people when they find out how old I am, I was like, yeah, but I got to see all the cool bands. Like the (laughs) bands I got to see, they are gone. They
2: are
1: long gone and they will never exist again. So yeah, yeah, I'm fortunate that I was able to do that. But for me, I didn't get to see anything when I was 12 or 14. I had to wait till I was old enough my first concert i ever saw in my life i was 15 years old so and i had to i grew up in a very religious household i had to beg and beg and beg my mom to go and see triumph and honeymoon suite which uh, growing up in canada honeymoon suite's one of my favorite canadian bands yeah and larry larry brought them on two monsters of rock cruises the first one i was just like i felt weird saying it, but I was like, you're the first show I ever saw. I'm singing every song I'm, for- I forget. I have to shoot cause I'm just rocking. So like, I just love, me- I just love music. So those experiences and the stuff that you get to do now, yeah, I can't, uh, I can't thank Monsters of Rock for everything that I still get to relive. Cause it's reliving yeah. my youth. Every time yeah. I see these bands, you know?
0: Yeah. And it's
1: uh, Tesla. I love Tesla too. Like yeah. One of my favorite bands forever. And just like, yeah. Yeah. They're great guys. So
0: totally. Yeah. It's cool. It's cool for me too. Cause like I'm obviously one of the only kids that goes on the cruise. I know, like, basically all the other kids on the cruise I know now, because, like, there's so That's few awesome. of us. <laughs> there's yeah. so few of us that we just, like, all know each other. It's cool. Um, but, yeah, and also another cool thing for me that I love about the cruise that I feel like not enough people talk about is, like, when the band's all jam together. Like, when he's <sighs> on stage with the Fire boys. Like, when when Janet Gardner from Vixen wasn't on the cruise that one time and they had like Todd Tory from Queensryche sing with them and like Danny Vaughn from Taiketo, like just those things. Those Everybody. are one of my favorite parts of the cruise too.
1: And you know, t- uh, Tyson, Tyson yeah. Wesley from Vixen.
0: Yeah. He
1: started a rare hair thing that has just been yeah. amazing where you're getting these, like, I mean, I've always thought about like, oh, this is so cool. Yeah. But Tyson is filled up the cruise was such a great lineup of everybody covering other songs. Like it's, that is one of the most phenomenal things I see. And that everyone is so cool. Nobody is above another person or whatever. Everyone is just so cool, so down to earth. And then when they jam, those are moments that we'll never see. I remember one cruise uh, the first time that Eclipse got announced. And, and Soto was also on the thing. Like, I literally uh, wet is Jeff Scott Soto with the couple yeah. of the guys from Eclipse. And I've never seen them. I never yeah. thought I would ever see them in my entire life. And I yeah. bugged Eric and I bugged Jeff. I was like, please, please <laughs> do a couple wet songs. And they wouldn't say anything. And uh, I was helping out with the with the VIP and yeah. uh, little bird told me get to the stage now. And I ran down while, <laughs> while Soto was playing and I knew it was coming. And I, th- I think I remember Jeff just laughing at me, seeing me just like, <laughs> again, singing like a little kid. I'm yeah. like, oh, I, gotta, I gotta photograph this, but like I was so happy. And yeah. I talked to Eric and the guys after the show and I was like, dude, you guys just made my cruise. And that okay. those are moments that happen on Monsters of Rock that I just those are experiences for me as a yeah. fan of music that I, I I can't even quantify. I just love it so much. Yeah, so it's it's phenomenal. Again, those experiences that uh, you would want to pay for, but you don't have to because yeah they they happen. And yeah,
2: they just, just happen.
1: That's such a great, um, great moment when those things happen.
2: So. Yeah.
0: Cool. Uh, so what's the All craziest right. thing you've ever done to get the shot?
1: Uh, that I don't know. Like, I <laughs> literally, let's come back to that one. I got to think about that, I craziest thing to get a shot. Like, here's the thing. To be honest, there's lots of shots that you want to get, but you're not always going to get.
2: Of course, yeah. And
1: it's just about patience and waiting for timing. Yeah. So I guess in my career as a photographer, it's just now crazy is learning to wait for that moment. Yeah. And certain bands and certain cues. That's the craziest thing is learning patience to get that. Yeah. But I don't want to one of the things i cannot stand and you know we're all in the photo pit together to do a job we're all trying to get the shot yeah and when people just cut in front of you or um hail mary a shot in front of you i just want to fucking kill that person and i'll literally yell at someone um (laughs) so craziest thing to get a shot is knocking someone's Fucking hail mary camera out of my way yelling at them and then getting the shot that's the only time i'll really be an asshole in the pit because you're just disrespecting everyone that's there because we all want a shot you know so i've been there i've been there it's frustrating and and also you're vertically challenged compared to me or or joe schaefer <laughs> oh my
2: gosh!
1: I love yes. I, lo- I love you, Joe. But Jesus <laughs> fuck, go in the crowd. You can get the same shot, it's, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just like, but yeah, yeah but yeah. Joe's awesome. I love. Oh, Joe.
2: Oh yeah, he's it's so like, cool.
1: Sometimes I'm just like, all right, I gotta move. You know, and you learn yeah. to move. So move. The craziest <laughs> thing I've I guess I've had to do is move around and navigate the craziness of a pit to yeah. get my own shot because everybody's in their moment and right, they're not right. paying attention to you. So yeah. I just have to, I just have to pay attention to them and get what I need to get. So Yeah.
0: And I think that's, it, sorry, go ahead. It's
1: not life and it's not life and death for me. Right. I get the shot or I don't get the shot. Whatever.
0: Right. You'll get
1: so, over it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't care. Like, I mean, I care, but I don't care.
0: That yeah way. right yeah. and i think that's that's an important point you made is like to be aware of the people around you in the pit because mm-hmm. a lot of people are just like zeroed in which like that's cool but like be respectful of the people around you you know what i mean and like there be aware go. not only that but like be aware of what's going on on stage too because that's how you're gonna get the shot you know what i mean
1: well, to be honest, like one of the things I do in a lot of the cases where I only have my three songs, where I don't have the luxury uh, of more, uh, yeah. I look at to see who's in the pit. Yeah, I, I try. I try to introduce myself to everyone,
2: yeah, give
1: everyone too. that respect,
2: right. And
1: I try to see if okay, Shannon's in the pit. I got to give her some space because right. she's going to try to get up there to get her shot. I'm right. not going to be in your way. I'll try to be somewhere else so that yeah. you can get your shot. Or if there's other women in the pit that are not the same height, I'm just aware. And yeah. again, just trying to be respectful for everyone that is there to do a job. I don't right. ever go for oh, you, the singer's girlfriend or something. That's so disrespectful. Yeah, yeah. You're in the pit. You've got pro gear. You are doing a job. Yeah. Now if you have a cell phone in the pit, that's a completely <laughs> other story. I yeah. have no respect for you then, so get the <laughs> fuck out of my way. But
2: <laughs> other than that,
1: <laughs> other than that it's fine. <laughs>
2: for
1: sure. <laughs> but you know, but crazy it's just like what do you really need to do to get that shot?
0: Right. Like All how right. far are you going to take it? You know what I mean? Is it really yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah.
1: Uh, I don't know. But yeah, that's a tough question because like I said, like I wanna get shots, but I'm not doing anything
0: like of, yeah, you're not gonna put your crazy. life online. Yeah.
2: Fuck <laughs> no. No way. No way.
0: Yeah. As we've established, <laughs> um, you've gotten to do photography for a ton of huge bands throughout your career. Uh so are there any bands still on your bucket list you want to photograph?
1: Uh, I never really give myself a bucket list because it's sometimes sure you want to aspire to that and right. you want to do that, but then you always leave yourself up to disappointments if right. you don't get something and yeah. life is, life is not always about getting everything you want. And yeah. I have one of my favorite bands ever is Kiss. Yeah. I've never shot them Yeah, and they're calling it a day on their... 15 year reunion tour and i'll never get to shoot them so that would yeah. be one of the bands i would love to shoot but um rush is another band that i love that i've never photographed but i've always seen yeah and unfortunately that will never happen again either yeah and, um but you know i've got to see them so many times and uh but yeah i don't really have a I don't really have a bucket list anymore of things. Yeah. I just I just take the experiences as they come and yeah. I'm grateful and thankful for what I get to do. So <laughs> I don't like setting myself up for unrealistic expectations and yeah. putting a list of like, oh, I need to do that. Yeah, that's unrealistic.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, so we'll see. I
0: definitely get that. You're
1: 14.
0: Yeah, I think too much. I'm got,
1: You got You've you got a lot of life ahead of you. I know. You. So,
0: I know.
1: <laughs> like, you've accomplished more at 14 than most. So, pat yeah. yourself on the back. Yeah. Respect what you've got and enjoy the moments that you get to yeah. do because you're doing amazing for 14. Come on. Yeah, like, I forgot that a lot. But when you, here's the thing, when you set yourself an expectation and a goal that you need to accomplish, then you start to fight within your own self and your own mind. Then you start to bring in disappointments and you don't actually step back for a minute to realize what you have accomplished and to also appreciate what you have have achieved because you're aiming for this goal yeah. and then if you do get that goal what's the next step then you yeah. set another real unrealistic yep. expectation yep. that is just like I mean a lot of times people it's like hey I want to be rich that's never gonna happen so like I'm okay with my own disappointment with that but I'm yeah. just saying just like have your goals have your ideas have what yeah. you'd like But also right, but it's not
0: like life or death, you know,
1: you're 14. You have a lot of, you have a lot of things, a lot of accomplishments that you don't even know what you want to do yet. And just give yourself a break.
0: Yeah.
1: Just enjoy it. And it's just like, it's when you don't enjoy it and then you expect something or you, it's that sense of entitlement that too many people have.
2: Yeah, it's, it
1: it wreaks havoc. So just keep keep dreaming and keep yeah. achieving those those dreams. So
0: sure. So yeah, um, we've covered a lot. You've given okay. a lot of advice. So what is, <laughs> if you could give one piece of advice to me or anyone else trying to be a concert photographer, what is that advice you would like to give?
1: It's really hard to give just one piece of advice, but we've touched on it before. And I think the biggest thing to constantly remember and to hold in life in anything is respect. Uh, Respect the people that you come into contact with from your local security, to your tour manager, to the band, to the people in the crowd. your fellow photographers that are in the pit. Um,
2: Absolutely.
1: you're you're not you're not better than anyone else and yeah and don't think you are and just common courtesy and respect goes a long way yeah and people see that so uh mm-hmm. don't don't be a dick and uh that's about the best thing i could ac- actually say to any anyone and yeah. it's 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 a life
0: thing
2: so. yeah, so
0: where can people find you on social media? Uh,
1: my Instagram is, uh, Lim Sang Photography. And, uh, my Facebook is also, uh, Lim Sang Photography. Uh, my first name is Neil. It's not Lim and Lim Sang is two words, one last name. Uh, just cause I'm Asian doesn't mean my fucking name is Lim. So whatever. <laughs> But uh yeah, Lim Sang Photography is my Instagram uh, and my Facebook. You can find me there.
0: Yeah. Thank you for coming on the podcast. It was so fun. It's oh. so long. I'm so looking forward to editing this though. It's going to be so I don't, much fun. I don't
1: even know I don't even know how you're going to edit it cuz we covered a lot yeah. of stuff all over the place and yeah. <laughs> I don't even I don't even know what I said, you know? I just talked to you. So but uh, yeah. thanks for having me, Shen. And this was a lot of fun. It was really great to see you. And,
2: uh, yeah.
0: Um, Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of the Rockin' Interviews podcast. Tune in next week for the next episode. I hope you enjoyed.